Check Podcasts. It seems like everybody's working on their home right now. Whether they're doing a new build or a renovation, interior designers, contractors, and all of the trades really have to band together to create the product that they want. One of the trades that I work with all of the time is Mark. Mark does tile install. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to talk about, well, everything tile. <laughs> Hi, Amy. Thanks for having me. So for the viewers out there, um, just a little introduction. You and I have worked on a lot of projects together um, over the last couple of years, whether it's an intricate shower pan or a beautiful tile backsplash. How yeah. did you get into the industry though? Because I can't imagine that you had the dream <laughs> to work with tile when you were just a boy of 10. Yeah, it was... Uh... It's been a bit of a long road for sure. I've been doing it for a long time. Um, it took a lot of different trades to working through a lot of different trades to get to kind of settling on the trade like tile that I've been able to work through and uh, kind of climb the ladder and, and master, I guess you could say. But uh, <laughs> so some people say, but um, yeah. I just started out at the bottom and uh, worked really hard for the last 15 years and um, we're, we're, we like to think we're one of the best, you know, installing companies that, uh, that are in the city and we try to just bring our best game ever for our best foot forward every time. <laughs> so. Well, and that is one of the reasons that I enjoy working with you so much is because you're very meticulous, you're very um, detail and attention oriented. And that is so yeah. important when it comes to tile install, because it's Absolutely. not exactly easy to backtrack and fix things. No, it's uh, one of those trades that's, it's easy to, you know, it's a, it's a common homeowner uh, trade that if someone wants to tackle it, they can, but to really perfect it and, and do a good job through and through from start to finish is that's, that's the challenging part and, and finding all the little, the little details that, uh, that make a job complete. So. You're right. I think like, I mean, obviously painting is probably one of the things that homeowners tackle themselves, but then I feel when people want to get a little bit crazy and skilled and tackle the next step up, tile seems to be one of the things and myself included, I thought once that I could install a backsplash and it didn't go yeah. well. <laughs> well, I mean, it's such a finite practice that those, those edges of those tiles, if you make one mistake, you know, you can, uh, it can really go sideways from there. And I've, I've heard a lot of different stories about things <laughs> starting off. Okay. And then them not, not ending so great. And that's, uh, I've, I've had a few calls where we come in to help people after they've tried to get things going, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, just a lot of focus and attention and, uh, and hard work and then you can get through it. So. Well, I met you through one of the contractors that I work with all the time, Unity Construction. And I think you guys started working together on a cruise ship, didn't you? That's kind of interesting and not every day. Yeah, it's not every day you're uh, down in, in the Bahamas or uh, somewhere over in Europe on a cruise ship and a dry dock. Um, you know, there's been a lot of different opportunities, uh, in particular with that, with that company that I did work for, um, and where I met Steve. Um, so yeah, we were working in different spaces and doing restaurants and pool decks mm -hmm. and, uh, all sorts of spots that are 
very commonly <laughs> you commonly used to, uh, where tiles commonly used yeah <laughs> well you're kind of making the job sound somewhat glamorous right now yeah the <laughs> the names of the places sound great but then once you're yes. in a dry dock <laughs> it tends to the scene tends to change a bit but so you said that you've worked in quite a few different trades along the way. I'm a firm believer that everybody's path just adds to their resume and their portfolio of experiences, essentially. What were some of the things that you pulled from that that have really helped you now? Well, I guess from if you're going to look way back, I, uh, you know, it, it started as a started as a carpenter's helper and then I went mm -hmm. with a roofing company and then I've been in the oil field as well away from the homeowner stuff but you still learn right. a lot uh, in that type of work environment mm -hmm. and then um, so some of the things that I've drawn from those experiences have just been good work ethic um, and kind of functional step-by-step -step processes and then those have really helped me to to plan my tile jobs and and start from the beginning and you know make sure that we finish at a good at a good uh, finished product. So, and I think that's important because I feel like you do very much appreciate the other trades and what they have to get done as well because you're so flexible with timelines. Well, with me, anyways. Yeah, absolutely. Timelines when um you know things kind of when the pressure gets on and everybody just sort of works together and pitches in and. Yeah, absolutely. You need to be able to work with other people and uh, everyone's in the same space for one thing. And then if, if we're not able to, and, and oftentimes you're, you're repeating and seeing people, uh, mm -hmm. you know, a few weeks down the road or something. So you want to make sure that you're in good communication and, uh, and just working together to make sure we get a project done. You guys are super busy. <laughs> Do you just absolutely. have sort of your, your, clients that you work with all the time, whether it's contractors, designers, that sort of thing, and that's enough to keep you busy? Or do you find that you're always sort of looking at different things? Yeah, well, yeah, the, the repeat clients, the contractors and designers and things, those have kept me busy for a few years, uh, obviously mm -hmm. steady. And uh, we're starting to starting to work with a few other tile setters in order to mm -hmm. kind of try to expand our operations and, and be able to reach out to those other folks that uh, we weren't necessarily initially working for. We're, we're, uh, we're hoping to be able to expand yeah. that and be able to work for help anyone who needs our help. So, And I think that's a big thing in the industry right now is trying to find great, reliable, skilled people yeah. to work with them. And also just all of the, the delays and the demands and try and navigate all of that right now. Oh, absolutely. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough out there to find, especially after the pandemic and everything, right? Um, to find anyone capable and willing to work is, is, has always been challenging, but even now more mm -hmm. so, but luckily there are a good handful of guys. And that's one thing I'm grateful through my years of, whether it's been in work or trades or playing sports or whatever, and especially in Victoria, you know, it's such mm -hmm. a well, it's a small, big city kind of thing. And everyone kind of, you know, you, you're likely to know someone who knows someone that you know. And, and so yeah. through all that, through those connections, we're able to, to kind of find the teammate, team members that you need to be able to get a project done. So, Mark, one thing that I love to follow are, what people are doing in the trends and such and what everyone else is doing. Cause I know what I like and my tastes change so much. And so do my clients. What are you seeing a lot of in tile right now? 
Well, we're really starting to see um, things expand from a smaller format tile and uh, they're getting up to that large format stuff where people are seeing less grout lines. Um, mm -hmm. You know, with that said, people always are still, they love their traditional roots like subway tiles, for example. And um, things we don't see as often are, are mosaic accent pieces and things like this. We see a lot more uh, just clean, crisp installations that are trying to minimize that that drawing of, of a grout line or something, for example. So. When you mentioned large and small format tiles, I think this has actually changed quite a bit over the last five years too, because what was a large format tile, like 12 by 24, is now not considered large. Myself yeah. included, is go. I like to go more to a 24 by 48, just for that very reason that you stated, is less grout yeah. lines, easier to keep clean, there's not as much staining and such. Yeah, absolutely. Um... You know, the 12 by 24, you'll still see it. Uh, it's still used, of course. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, if, if, uh, if people have the means to go that larger route, uh, I think they'll go that way these days. Um, it's mm -hmm. just a lot a lot more common, I think, is what I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it a lot more anyway. But, and how does that complicate things? Is it much more difficult to install a 24 by 48 tile? It presents its challenges if if it's an open space or something. Uh, the large format tends to go go in pretty well. Um, of course, if you're jogging around corners and in, in, a, in a real uh, intricate area, you're going to have uh, some trickier cuts and things like that to be making. But um, mm -hmm. for the most part, if you're doing a larger install and it's in a pretty open area, it's it's definitely encouraged to. It's encouraging for us as installers to be using a product like that. So. I feel like you guys were cursing my name though when I did the large format tiles on the wall in my shower and then you had to cut around the wall cubbies. There's a few, yeah, there's a few real uh, challenge. That's just part of the challenge that comes every day uh, with mm -hmm. being a tile setter and, and you know, when you're working with uh, with, with top end designers that want to see push your push your skills to to the, put your skills to the test, uh, yeah, we like we we coming into problems like that all the time. So, did you just call me a top end designer? <laughs> of course, Amy, you're one of the you're one of the best in the city for sure. Thank you. Um, one of the other things you mentioned was the mosaic tile, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think maybe some people shy away from it or can't use as much of it as they would like to because cost prohibited cost prohibited and also i think there is there more labor involved with that or uh it can it presents its challenges as well right um mm -hmm. if you're doing a full area in it um mosaic can be challenging in terms of you know it, it you can you can really see it wave and and move when you're doing a, a larger area so prep work is the key but um it, they do they do complement tiles nicely so um, to say mm -hmm. to say to my previous point to say that they're not used at all is is not quite true <laughs> but you right. know in the right in the right context in the right space they're always they're a nice accent piece to to any bathroom or any any room that you're trying to complement so that's very true. And lots of times we'll try in the back of the shower niche to put a mosaic or something that's a little bit more expensive where it makes a big impact, but you don't need a lot of it. Yeah, no, and those are encouraged. I like that actually, because it, it does provide something a little more exciting that um, that might draw your eye toward that and, and say, oh, that's a nice, nice compliment to everything else that's happening in the room. So 
mm-hmm. while not taking away from the major space, the, the, the big installation that we've been, that you've been working on or trying to create. So. Some of the other trends that I'm seeing are clients uh, wanting to do things that are a little bit more custom or fancy, whether that be a shower bench or maybe in-floor heating to really bring in some of those luxuries into the bathroom space. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, the bench seats are always nice. If you've got enough room in your shower to be able to put a bench in, that's always nice. Um, mm-hmm. And for safety, too, if if, uh, if your mobility is an issue or something like that, it's nice to have mm-hmm. a that kind of option in case you're in a shower of course it's a wet area so there's always a risk involved when you're in a in a small area in a wet area like that um and then in floor heating that's just uh that's a nice luxury to have um if you're able to wake up and get your <laughs> warm up your toes while you're brushing your teeth it's always a bonus so <laughs> yes although the shock of the cold floor might actually wake you up a little bit more <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> We've talked a lot about bathrooms, but you do a lot of work in kitchens as well with backsplashes and that sort of thing. What are some yep. other areas that you've been doing tile work in? Uh, you know, uh, pretty much seasonally speaking, you know, we tend to get outside a little bit and do do patios and, uh, and landings mm-hmm. and staircases and things of houses. But, um, you know, we're always... Uh, any surface that needs a nice clean finish is, is, is common, but we... we Fireplaces, for example, are one people love having a nice fireplace done. Um, right. Yeah, it's backsplashes. You know, <laughs> any mm-hmm. any any space that people want that finished touch, where they don't want to paint it or uh, or use a wood wood finish of some kind, tile is always a nice option. So. And there's so many tiles now that have a wood look finish or those sorts of things when the room or the space is going to be, have a lot of moisture and be wet. Yeah, absolutely. We uh, recently have completed a phase one of a of a hotel in the city, and, and we used a wood finish uh, plank style tile, and we've mm-hmm. we installed that on a uh, herringbone pattern. Um, so it's kind Beautiful. of added a, a different, yeah, a totally different uh, effect to the floor. And rather than running it like to make it look like hardwood flooring, we really we installed it with that kind of design aspect in in mind. Really cleaned it up nice, and that was it for a restaurant. It's a nice, nice product to have down for cleanliness mm-hmm. and uh, maintenance-wise and everything. It's an excellent choice. So, well, you kind of touched too on the prep work involved with tile, and I think maybe this is where, like myself included, a lot of DIYers go wrong because they just jump right in and start on the work. But I mean, you can spend days on just the prep alone before you lay a tile. Oh, absolutely. Prep is uh, your number one. You know, if it all starts with what's underneath the tile and um, you want to make sure you have a good foundation and a good base to be able to really have that pro- project move forward in the right direction. And mm-hmm. that way, you know, that once as the project's finishing and you've, you know, you're beyond the stage of uh, <laughs> reparation and you want to move it forward and, and know that it's going to last for a long time, you want to make sure that your prep work and, and what's underneath is, is really being installed correctly. So That's true. And whether it's a moisture barrier or concrete board so that you have enough backing for that tile because there's weight involved and such, yeah. it's really something that you have to think through and talk to you about. Yeah, absolutely. And that, you know, touches base from, from me to the, framers and the builders and structural people that you know you want to make sure that once you're coming in a bathroom with 
250 square feet in it, you want to make sure that mm-hmm. everything is sound and structurally uh, good to go before you're covering it all up, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> and I mean, there's the fun part of choosing the tile that you want, whether it's the pattern, color, that sort of thing. But there's a lot of other pieces that need to be chosen as well, which we try to do with our clients, like grout color, schluter, all of those, drains. Um, you know, what are Absolutely. some of the things that you would recommend for those? Well, whenever you're picking your finishes, um, and that goes, starts with, obviously it's going to start with your tile. What do you want to look at? What, what does your eye want to be looking at? But all those little mm-hmm. finishes are so critical to being able to tie the entire room together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you want to, if say, if you're using a shower trim, a, fa- a valve or, or anything that's, uh, a chrome, you might want to be matching that up elsewhere. A chrome is a right. little, it's it's a little, it pops it pops a little more than the rest of them, but uh, that's mm-hmm. just an example of what you might want to be trying to match up with. Same with your drain grates yeah. and things like that. And, and in terms of drains, I mean, of course you can, there's all different styles of drains. A more traditional might've been a square drain, but these days they're doing a lot more linear work and uh, trying mm-hmm. to get that really clean, seamless, seamless shower entries and all sorts of things like that. They all, they all come into play, so. Well, and I think I drive you crazy because I hate looter, which is the metal edge on the tile that finishes it off because yeah. would you, most days or most times now the tile isn't finished right through or it doesn't have a nice soft edge on it. So we have to have something butting up against that to finish it off. But I hate the look of it. So I'm always just like, make it disappear. I don't want to see it. Yeah. Well, if you, if it's one of those things where it's, it's just too much for, for any uh, project you might want to you could look at mitering and trying to get that real clean squared off finish mm-hmm. um, that's an option for for finishing an edge but um, the way the products are rolling out these days they have a lot of different possibilities for for your finishes so mm-hmm. I mean I just got the new uh, the new updated uh, for example Schluter book and they've they've got they've got all sorts of new stuff that are that's kind of exciting and, and it's gonna lean yeah. to lead toward new design trends for the next few years. So it's going to be fun. Oh, I love it. I can't wait to hear all about that. Absolutely. (laughs) But I think the key is really planning ahead of time and talking to your installer so that that expectation is set from the get-go as to what the finished product is going to look like. Absolutely. And from a homeowner's perspective or client's any client's perspective, you want to make sure you're, you're understanding what's, what's happening from the beginning in terms of underneath. You don't necessarily need to know exactly what everyone's doing or what they're what they're planning but you want to make sure that how they're doing it is the proper way and that mm-hmm. the products underneath and everything is being just being built from the ground up properly right straight to the finish one of the questions a lot of clients ask me is about grout color because it's kind of a trend right now to do a contrasting grout you know say a white subway tile with a dark gray that sort of thing um a lot of people ask me like with white, does it stain easier? Does it show everything? With dark, does it stain, show everything? What would you answer for those? Well, um, you know, I've I've seen it stain both ways. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times people might mistake uh, the staining as it actually, sometimes it just needs a good cleaning <laughs> before they can right. assume it's being stained. 
a lot of the products these days that we use have built-in sealers um, mm -hmm. and then there's always the step above products if you really want to make sure that those um, grouts and things aren't going to be um, you're going to have a little less maintenance if you want to take that next step above there's a grout called a cq um, which is quartz infused and that's kind of the next step below an epoxy and epoxy obviously is your your bomb proof uh, really high high-end commercial grade product but um, in terms of in general homeowner for homes um, and businesses things like that mm -hmm. the, the the common trend is a uh, it's got a sealer already built in it's called an ultra color fa and so it, as long as they're being installed correctly the the products these days that they have uh, out there are, are are pretty sufficient for a job that's uh, that's going to move forward so so just keep it clean and, you know, yeah, don't just let try to keep stay. it clean. That's right. It's cleaning. Cleanliness is the key after a, just to maintain it. Right. So. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, Mark, and sharing the trends and tips and all of that involving tile install. Yeah, of course. No problem. Thanks for having me, Amy.